welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing love and appreciation towards every episode. I have two guests with me today. I have Sheldon and Brian. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for having me. What inspired you guys to create content? I know you guys have, Brian, you create music. Sheldon, you create podcasts, and you also content creator, I would say, what inspired you guys to create, and was there any inspirations? Pap, you want to go first? Uh, Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, So pretty much, like, I always felt as if that I had this demeanor around people that, like, made them feel comfortable with, like, just expressing themselves or whatnot. And I felt as if the reason why they felt that way with me is because I was able to just give them that comfort level and let them know, like, you know, hey, I'm not going to judge you. Whatever you say, whatever idea you say, whatever dream you have, I'm going to fully support it. So at one point, I realized that I always had this just thing in my mind where I was like, yeah, I want to do this for, like, everybody. I don't want to just, like, keep this to just one zone or one place in particular. I want to be able to, like, inspire everyone to do their best shit, all right? No matter what it is, if it's comedy, if it's, like, music, if it's whatever, I want y'all to do that shit because at the end of the day, a lot of people feel as if that, if they don't have that person behind them that's going to always, like, believe in them, they just easily give up. And I was like, you know what? I want to be that person for everybody. So that just inspired me to just, like, start making content and shit where it's like, yo, if I'm doing it, why not you? We could all do this shit. Brian? Well, you know, from the inception of birth, I've always had the innate desire to entertain, you know what I'm saying, from emulating what I see on TV, you know what I'm saying, celebrities at award shows or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I was always drawn to the stage or, you know, just making people laugh or feeling good in any type of way, evoking emotions out of a crowd of people and, you know, just keeping the vibrations high, the energy high, the laughter high, the happiness high, you know what I'm saying? It was something that helped, it moves me, you know what I'm saying? So starting, my mother was a pianist, she got me into piano at a young age. From there it evolved into just a love of production of music and content overall. So I started studying films, movies, you know what I'm saying? Any little skits, anything, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you were a well-known celebrity or you just started yesterday. I like to take bits and pieces of everybody and, you know what I'm saying, the craft that they show and they for, they put in the forefront. I like to, you know, take that and see what I could do with my own content, you know what I'm saying? How can I add to what is already out there? You know, how can I make my stamp and, you know, push forward the entertainment that I see and that I envision, you know what I'm saying? So... I look up to a lot of directors and old people that, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me not say old people. That may sound rude, but I look up to a people lot of that's, directors. That's well and yeah, People that came before <laughs> yeah. me, you know what I'm saying, that paved the way. I look up to these people. I've studied their craft, and, you know, I'm just trying to pave the way for the generation that's coming after us. In terms of creative work, I think it's extremely hard because trying to find the ideas or trying to find the inspiration and being able to plug it into your craft and what you want to do is something that, it really takes a lot of studying. It takes a lot of, you know, learning and being willing to learn because mm-hmm. people say that, you know, they want to do something, but sometimes people think that they know it all. And it takes, you know, you have to humble yourself to be able to know that, you know, we don't know everything. 
And within creating, especially, you know, once you get really good at it and once you start to make way and start to make progress, a lot of times people will, their egos will show and they will not be able to, you know, humble themselves in terms of studying, in terms of continuously being a student. So with that being said, is there any inspirations that you guys have personally, that anybody that you guys look up to, that you guys would go to for maybe advice or, you know, just trying to get game, I would say? Brian, I'll let you go first. Uh, the person that I would say I go to advice for, um, I probably have to say my mother, just because she's always been somebody that's in my corner. You know what I'm saying? She's been rocking with me forever. She's a very intelligent woman. She has a lot of world advice. So, you know, when it just comes to putting my passion into something, you know, she's somebody I see dedicate themselves to something heavily for years, you know, and not stop. And, you know, she always has the compassion from day one. So I like to take what she's given me and, you know, put it back out there and, like, you know, showcase that, you know, these are the principles that she instilled in me. And I want to show forth that, you know, my mother did a really good job in helping me be disciplined at going for what I believe in, you know what I'm saying, and showcasing my craft. For me, I'm just going to say family in general. Like, I feel as if that the people around me, they they don't hear from me a lot, but they know that I'm there. It's it's weird. It's one of those type of things where I don't reach out to people, but if someone reaches out to me, they know that I'm going to pick up the phone, and they, they know I'm going to give them what they need in that moment. I'm not going to stray you away. I'm not going to say I'm busy. I'm going to ask you, are you okay? And whatever you say after that, I promise you that I'm going to take that shit into my heart and I'm going to just tell you how I feel. I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to, like, you know, do anything for that. And the reason why I do that is because I care so much about the people around me. Like, I, it's weird to say, but, like, I could care less about how I feel sometimes because once I know the people around me feels good, I feel good. It's, it's, it's just a, a, a consistent reminder in my mind that, like, yo, you know what? If they're doing good... I'll be okay too. That's that's all I need. Okay, I like that. Thank you. Well, two two great answers. Um, and I, there's another question that came up to mind. Obviously, you know we have the supporters with us. What would you say to anybody that is chasing their dream that may have naysayers or people that kind of want to stray them away from their dream? Maybe <laughs> maybe unrealistic in their eyes, or you know you won't get it done as you guys have probably heard because I know I have. What would you guys say to somebody that's chasing their dream that? They should still go on it, and they should still go for it, regardless of the naysayers. People want the worst for you, all right? Now, that may not be a literal statement, but that's the mentality that you need to have at times because a lot of people do not want to see you do good, all right? A lot of people want to see you stay exactly where you're at or possibly fall lower because if they see that happen, then they feel better about themselves, all right? And it's a very messed up mentality to have because it's like you shouldn't wish on someone's downfall. And that should be even more of a reason for you to, like, keep on chasing your dreams. It's If you give up on a dream, what was the point of even having that dream? All right? Why did you even have that thought if you're not even going to attempt to do that shit? It's something that's needed in order for you to just always have in your mind, like, yo, what if? All right? The moment you lose that spark is the moment you lose your fucking drive. You have to always chase that shit. When you stop chasing it, you will be very unhappy. All right? A dream is something that you could put very little effort into, but you have to put some type of effort into it in order for you to, like, realize if it's for you or not. 
You can't just give up on it. At all. That's how I feel. And I mean, like, to piggyback off of what Pap just said, believing in yourself is the beginning of the journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get to success if you don't start with believing in yourself. So before people say, oh, you can't do it or you can't do it, you have to believe in yourself so much that regardless of what people say, it could be a mother, could be family, could be whoever, you have to continue and strive through in consistency and keep working and progressing because progress and consistency is key when you believe in yourself because you can't go anywhere if you don't see growth. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you have to consistently keep attacking your passion Keep working at it. Put your 10,000 hours in and more. And then don't stop. Keep being hungry. Network with people. Relationships matter. Mm -hmm. Make sure you are networking with people that are like-minded, that are also in high spirits with you, and they don't try to drag you each other down. You know what I'm saying? You need people around you, a conglomerate that's going to help push and strive towards success. If that is not the topic of conversation, you need to have a conversation with some other people. Okay, if they're not talking about what you should be doing better and giving you real constructive criticism to mm -hmm. actually grow your art, yep. then you you have to at least, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. You don't have to be disrespectful, but just know that that maybe that person doesn't have the best interest in heart for you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They don't want to actually see you get to that level where you can say, wow, I really made it to the top of my craft, of my field, and everybody is doing well that is around me. You know what I'm saying? No, but nobody likes that. Everybody doesn't like that because negativity, you know, say likes company, misery loves company. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, you, you have to stay away from those people, watch out for those spirits, you know what I'm saying? You'll feel it, you'll know it, just make sure you do the right job when you're walking through life. And just remember also that it's very easy to take constructive um, criticism as hate if you're not comfortable with the product that you put out. Facts. If you know you put your full effort into something, all right, and someone said they don't like it, ask them why they don't like it. Don't just automatically take that as in, oh, you're someone that's just hating on me and you want my downfall. Ask them, okay, what didn't you like about it? Thanks. Give me a reasoning, all right? If they can't give you concrete reasoning, then in, in a way, that's hate. Then you could take it as like, okay, you just don't like it just not to like it. All right, there's people like you. I'm going to deal with that throughout my whole life. That's perfectly fine. But if they say, hey, the reason I don't like it is because of this, and you can see it, be someone that's reasonable. You have to be able to accept that criticism in order to make your product better. All right? A lot of people can't do that. Abby said it earlier. A lot of people don't like teachers. And it's like, yeah, you need a teacher to make your craft better. If you don't have the right teacher, you're going to always stay stagnant in what you do. You need that. It's a, it, it's a teaching. It, it's a weird thing because it, it's a teaching thing. But it's also like when I think about it and I think of, you know, some of the most successful people, obviously, you know, he's not very looked at right now in, in the great scheme of things, but every time I watch the Kanye documentary mm -hmm. and how much self-belief that he had in himself, regardless yeah. of what people were saying, I think there's a certain level of balance where it can't be, because sometimes people will, they will misconstruct that as, oh, that's arrogance, or that's like, why does he, it's cockiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. there's a certain level of self-belief and humbleness that one needs to have in order to chase their dream, in order to actually have the fruits of their labor. And also support. Because Kanye's mother, say what you want, that woman always believed in him. Facts. And that was the only person he cared about that that's, believed in. That's all he needed. That one person, all right? So for like a lot of people, when they feel as if that someone is talking about their dreams, if one person is saying, I can still see this, that's all you need. And you guys, you will get way more no's than yeses in life. Absolutely. So don't be discouraged by the no's. 
all right? You're going to get 97, like 97% of no's. Ask how much percentage of those no's actually mean something to you. The 3% yes that you get, those are all going to mean something to you because it's like, all right, you know what? That's what I needed to hear, all right? But those no's that you hear, take into consideration why they're saying no. Nipsey said it himself, rest in peace. It's a marathon, not a sprint, guys. Exactly. Why do you guys believe failure is so important? Failure is so important because you need something to learn from, all right? If you just, if you always consistently go up, the moment you stop going up is going to hurt you so badly. You need to feel the ground before you can feel the, the elevation. It's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, like, you know, you can't, you can't have any, you can't have a flawless armor. You need chinks in your armor to know that you got the best defense in life. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. can't just go about thinking that you're always going to be at the top and, you know, everybody's beneath you and stuff like that. Like, you have to humble yourself and realize where you're at in a realistic sense and, and, and assess yourself to the field that you're trying to get into and work every single day until you know, okay, I didn't do good at that. I didn't do good at this. But at least I learned from that. Everything is a learning experience that you have to take back, reassess, and then put all the work back into what you just did. It's all about retrial. You know what I'm saying? Trying again, man. Has there been any personal failure experiences that you guys would like to share? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, yeah, you, you take it ahead. You, you, go, you go first, man. I, I have a lot, but I, I'll, I'll start with, like, the podcast that I do. So I do spontaneous casts, right? And there's been multiple cases where I tell people, like, yo, I want to start a podcast or I want to do a podcast. Like, this is before Spontaneous Cast was even a thing, right? Yo, I want to start a podcast. I want to do a podcast. I want to do this. Like, I'm always telling everybody this, like, or I would, like, suggest, like, hey, let's start a podcast or something. And there were so many people that were so quick to say, how will we do it, instead of saying, let's do it. <laughs> And, right there. and like right there, it's like you're not even making an attempt. You're just saying like, you know, how like like if I'm saying let's do it, we will figure out how during the process. Don't shut it down before it even starts. That's that's the type of people that like it's like you have them around and it shows you what they're actually interested in and what they're actually like capable of doing. And if you don't have the people that's around you that's going to say, hey, let's do it. You will, it will be very easy for you to just say, like, you know what, I'm going to give up. And those are the tests that you need most of the time to, like, make you realize, like, you know, all right, I'm not bugging out. I need to, like, actually work on myself or I need to plan something better in order to make this happen. Definitely. See, like, in that regards, in the same way, like, I've had times at the beginning of this music thing where, you know, I would try to bring a group of people together and, like, let them know my ideas and what we're trying to do and, it started off with a lot, like, you know, it was a lot of us, you know, maybe close to 30, 40 of us that were doing all of this together. And it's like over time, as you just try to raise the morale and you try to be the spark that, you know, gets everybody to put their 100%, 110% into like, you know, seeing the things drive through, they start to slowly but surely wait for you to do everything and like, you know, take credit off of where you're going, you know what I'm saying? And like, some people want to see you put in all the work and then just come in after and reap the rewards from it. And I started to realize that earlier on that like everybody around you is not really here to build this out and build the empire the way that 
I think of it in my head and the way I think of it, because I'm a selfless person, just like Pap said, mm -hmm. you want the group to strive before you do. Exactly. So it's not about me being the millionaire. It's about us being millionaires. And then, you know, okay, let me focus on myself because my, I know my team is good. And I know if anything happens to me, they got me. Exactly. So it was like, you know, it's a, I always have that family mentality, even when it comes to strangers I just meet. If we have a synergy and we click, mm -hmm. okay, boom, it's La Familia. We, we locked in. Let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? Because now I care for you in that way. But, you know, over time you realize that is not the case. And sometimes you will, you will go harder for people than they actually care for you. So it's like, it's disappointing in the end when you finally realize it. Like you was actually, you put love into this person, you know, you actually cherished the relationship you was building. Yep. And then after all that time and energy you had spent that it was like, oh wow, this, is, this isn't the long-term trip that I thought we was taking, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got to step off and I got to keep going my way, you know what I'm saying? So that was a failure that I realized everybody is not going to help progress for a group. You know, people are more selfish than selfless. Yep. So you just got to take it. It is what it is. It is. It is what it is, man. Like you said something earlier where you said, like, you know, you try to inspire people to, like, put their 110% into it also. There's times where you would, like, there's times where you want people to put 100% and you would spot them 80% and they can't even give you that 20%. No, it's too much. And, and like, that's just like a reality check that makes you like, like I said, those are humbling moments because you feel as if like, hey, I should just give up on this dream. And then it's like, you know what? No, I, I know there's something there. I just have to find, find where it is. And you just keep chasing your dream. Trust yourself. Exactly. There was a there was a point that you made, Sheldon. Um, you know how people want to say how and don't really just go after. I think a lot of the times, especially with the journey or chasing at something after something, ninety percent of it is just literally figuring it out. Yep. Yeah. At, at the at the beginning of content creation and podcasting, you probably weren't the best podcaster. Oh, absolutely not. Mm -mm. And you had to learn through you know your trials, your tribulations. Oh, you know maybe this didn't sound as good and. I could have done a little bit better. And for Brian, you know, music, obviously, maybe at, at first it wasn't the best Not production or the best <laughs> sounding, but over time you got better Definitely. and you figure it out. You know, I think about it like football or, or basketball. You, the players make adjustments throughout the game. They don't, obviously they have a game plan, but, you know, sometimes the game plan doesn't work and you need to adjust. You need to figure out how you could be able to win the game during the game. Yeah. And... As you grow, as, you know, there's years of experience, you'll figure out things that you might need to go back to or different things that you were doing in the first place. And it's really all about, you know, I feel like the topic of, of the, the podcast is really just learning and, and just continuously being a student mm -hmm, because definitely. the whole journey is really just figuring out. And I, I believe that life is the process of figuring out. We don't mm -hmm. know what we want to do. We don't know who we want to be. We just figure it out as we go. If things went according to plan, there'll be everyone in the world will be a millionaire. You have to be willing to adjust to anything that happens, guys. Exactly. Things are not going to go to plan. It's the way you handle those like little tangents of things being like rough and like, you know, life testing you is going to depict how you're going to overcome and be and develop your own success story, no matter what. I put a, a story on it today, and it kind of alluded to the fact that well, what you just said, but 
life is good when everything is going well. You know, you could be happy. It's easy to be happy. It's easy to be mm-hmm. joyful. You know, it's easy to be like, you know, I get to wake up. But it's really hard when you're going through the storm and you're going through this maybe rough patch in your life. Yeah. How do you respond then? How do you respond when adversity is there? How do you respond when, you know, maybe the life, the world is against you and people are against you and maybe you're at a battle against with yourself? How do you respond then? Every day I wake up is a blessing. Okay? Every day when I wake up is a blessing. I'm able to I'm able to see, I'm able to walk. I can do everything for myself where it's like I know a lot of people die for this fucking like mm-hmm. this spot that I'm in right now. So I can't take advantage of it. It's it's like shit happens and you just have to deal with it because you're not in the worst situation. You could be in so much of a worse situation. You just have to be able to deal with it temporarily. I promise you it gets better. The moment you end up just succumbing all the stress and succumbing all the pressure around you, that's when you fold and that's when things are just going to always decline for you. But if you fight and you're like, you know what? things will. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Every time, you'll be fine. Literally, stress is designed for you to fail, guys. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not built for you to be the strongest leader. You know what I'm saying? Don't let it wear you down. Don't let it break your mentality down. Mental health is a big thing right now. You know, a lot of people during what was going on, they lost themselves. And, you know, we had a lot of people doing a lot of nonsensical things out there that were not good for humanity. So when it comes to when you wake up, don't take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? I know it's easy to just get out the bed and just go about your day and get back to what you was doing the day before, but really sit, take some time, and, like, be thankful for it because there are people in much more adverse situations than you that they can't see, hear, talk, see any of that type of stuff, and you are doing it right now, so just be grateful and thankful for it. There's people in way worse situations than you, and they're still able to smile every day. The happiest people on earth. The happiest person on earth. So if they can do do that, why can't you? Perspective change. And that's really what it it has to, you know, has to come to you. You have to be able to look at life a certain way, you know, the half, the the glass half full instead of half empty. Right. And just continue to keep pushing. You guys are extremely, as I would, you know, from hearing all this, extremely confident. What are some things that you guys did in order to gain the confidence that you guys have now? Mm. To gain this confidence, it for, sh- for well, you have to, for one, we've been restating this a lot, believing yourself, one, mm-hmm. okay? But confidence really comes with not caring what other people have to say about you. If you're afraid of what people are going to say about you, people that know you or don't know you, then you're not confident enough to tackle whatever it is you're trying to do. Exactly. You have to be relentlessly not willing to care about opinions that are against what you're trying to do. You have to stick to what you believe in. Like Avi said, he was talking about Kanye. Stick to your path. Stick to what you believe in. People will tell you no. People will say you can't do it. You have to tell them no and continue moving forward. Never let somebody stop you in your tracks because they told you something you didn't want to hear. Keep moving forward. Keep striving because literally they win if you stop doing what you said you were going to do in the first place. Don't give them the advantage to say I told you so. Earlier, I said 
you're going to hear like 97% no's and 3% yes, and those yeses you will pay attention to. I say that to say this. The people around you can inspire you very well, all right? Adjust your circle and find the people that's actually going to push you to want better for yourselves instead of the people that's going to be okay with what you're just currently doing. If you tell someone, hey, I want to start a business, and they say, why? That's not necessarily a question that you would want to hear after you say you start a business. You want, you want to hear, like, you know, what business? You want to know, like, you know, you want that person that's going to say, hey, you should do that. You don't want the person that's going to guess you without thinking. That's going to make you second guess why you want to do something. So I would say the circle around me give me a lot of confidence because they give me a solid perspective of, like, you know, hey, what I'm thinking, I am not, like, you know, I'm not bugging about like this is like actually something that I can see myself doing in the future and people can see the people around me can also see me doing this too so it's very helpful it kind of when I when I think about it you know the circle of your friends can really make or break you and there's various quotes where it's oh you want to be a millionaire you hang around six millionaires you'll be the seventh one or you know you hang around six people that aren't really doing anything with their life you'll be the seventh one. Yeah, and yeah. I think the influence of power that you have around you, we sometimes don't believe subconsciously that that will happen to us because, you know, we could be have a different mindset, but mm-hmm. ultimately it catches up to you. And it's whether it's a relationship, friendship, you know, even a family member, I would go to say, mm-hmm. that that influence really can have a power over you. Even when you think it might not be able to, over time, you know, their energy just brings you down. It's inevitable within a situation like that. If you have positive people around you, even when you feel like you can't do it yourself, those people will be able to inspire you. And to me, I believe motivation is only so can only be sustained for so long. And there's got to be a deeper why to what you guys do. Mm. And there's got to be a deeper understanding within yourself on why you guys do what you do. Because it can't be selfish. Sometimes it, it can be selfish, but it also has to be selfless in terms of I want to provide for others. I want to be able to give back to others instead of just giving back to myself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Would you guys want to piggyback on 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 that statement at all? Uh, I think I think I said earlier, like, you know, family is a, a big thing for me and I want to be able to like, you know, just give all these things to the the, the people around me, I just want them to do good. When I say do good, like whatever you want to do, I want to be a part of that. I want right. to be able to influence you. I want to be able to support you. I want to be able to put you in places if I can. Like whatever you need, I just want to be able to do that for you. And like the reason why I do that, because I know a lot of people know someone that can do them a favor, but they choose not to because they don't believe in them. Right. If I am spending my time with you, if I am having a conversation with you, if I am, like, you know, consistently checking on you, that means I want the best for you. And whatever I can do to make that happen, I will try and do. See, I believe in being a charitable human. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the core of who I am, my premise is, you know, always give back, always seek for others before you seek for yourself. Because, you know, say you never know how that's going to reward you at the end of the day. You never know how that's going to come back around if you're just genuinely being a person that wants to help and wants to be there, you know what I'm saying, for others. Because just being there sometimes matters more than, you know what I'm saying, doing something for somebody physically. It's just the presence, the, the constant communication, just keeping up with them, checking in on them. That's the kind of thing that just helps you 
stay locked in and focused and positive and know, okay, I feel loved, I am loved, and I can keep striving towards making sure I am in a good position to help the people I love. But even past that, you know, us as, you know, who we are, millennials, younger people, you know, we have a lot of disenfranchised people still. There's a lot of people that have been displaced out of their homes in wrecks, you know. There's a lot of homeless people. The homeless climate is, like, at an all-time high. And these are also people out there that need our help, that, you know, they didn't ask for our help, but there are other human beings that need the help. They need us to go out there and do the work to fix them up and get them back in a place where they're actually a productive human to society. But everyone, it's easy to just, oh, no, walk over them, not give them the dollar, not give them that, oh, they're on drugs, and just make a preconceived judgment and just, you know, focus on your own life. But at the end of the day, the end goal should to make sure everybody is okay before they transition out of here, you know? Yep. Everyone should be in a place where they could say, I lived a comfortable life. I also think sometimes it's not how many people you know, it's about who you know. And there's certain situations where, you know, you're trying to work on something and you might have treated that person good at, at that point in time, whether it's a stranger, somebody at the gym, whatever it may be, and that connection can take you a far away. Was there any connections that you guys have made in your life that could have been a complete stranger that helped you and you further your craft in, oh. in terms of your journey? Our story. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's a good point, bro. The, 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 the Sleeker Pap story, like, literally, I met, I met him at work. And I met him at work, like, what's, like, a year ago? Year and yeah, a half ago? I'd say a year, year and a half. Year and a half ago. And we was just working together regular, just regular, like, you know, I was doing my thing, he was doing his thing. And one day we were just overhearing a conversation about anime. And we started talking about anime together. And we wasn't like talking directly to each other, but we were just talking about animes in general. But we realized that like, oh, we like animes, like some of the same animes wasn't mine. And then one day, like music was playing, and like, you know, we heard the music and we saw both of us was vibing out to the same music. And it took him, he, he like, he opened the door because he literally just asked a question and my answer to that question showed him like, okay, he's not bugging. <laughs> it, it was like, like in our mind, it was like, yo, we know there's a connection there. We just wasn't sure how strong the connection was. So we just kept on talking about like the shit that we do. And we're like, you know, yo, I do music. Yo, I do a podcast. Yo, I do this. So I used to do this. I also, like, we just had so many things in common that we was doing at one point, and then we, like, either put it on pause or we stopped because we didn't have the right people around us, and we was just like, yo, let's just start working on this ourselves. Let's just, like, let's start pushing each other to get to where we want to be at because we both see that we want to be somewhere, and we can't just rely on ourselves sometimes. Sometimes you need that, that inspiration or that person that's going to influence you and say, hey, you should do this instead of this. I see it sounding better this way instead of this way. I like it this way instead of this way. And it's not going to be a case where I know this person is hating on me. That's why they want me to change. It's a case where this person is literally wanting the best for me, and this is why they're telling me to do what I want or what they want me to do. Well, honey. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just, that, just that work. It's literally Just at work. Like, a lot of people see me and him, and we're like... They're like, oh, how long y'all knew each other for? And it's like, yo, you you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this ain't a from the sandbox situation here. Yeah, this is this is like, yo, we realize like, ah, right, yeah, we're we both have our head on our shoulders, and we both know exactly what we want, and we know what we can do to get that. Let's get it. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, don't be afraid to build with people that you meet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, 
Don't just be stuck in the box or the loop of, oh, my old friends or my old clique or my old crew. Yes, you have your old crew, you got your old friends, but there are people out there, the world is big, and everybody. it's all about relationships. Like Avi said, people are out there that will help you get to the next level. Don't be afraid to go out there and meet them. Exactly. That's actually crazy that you guys have a story like that because that's how me and Matt met. That's See? how we've... I want to give uh, Matt a shout-out. He's, he's the person, you know, behind the podcast as well and behind, you know, all the, the creations. So it's it's really crazy when you're on the... They, they always say that there's divine timing with who you, with where you want to go and the people will ultimately, you'll attract them and you'll... I don't want to say manifest them, but you'll attract them into your life and you guys will just take the course together, you know? You're mm-hmm. just like, I'm driving and, you know, you just want to hop in and we'll work on this together and we'll go as far as we can go. And... I really do think that because my mom always told me when I was younger that you need to be nice to everybody, be good to everybody because you never know who that person can be. You see them right now, they may be struggling, but five, ten years from now, they could be a CEO of a company or they could be a connection that you want to be able to have to get your foot in the door. And that person is right there for you. Yeah. And it's really just being good to others in in a world where there's a lot of evil, there's a lot of bad people, there's a lot of people that would be out there to get you in terms of hindering yourself, in terms of growth or your dreams or whatever it may be, holding you back. And I think that's extremely important to just network and be good to everybody because you never know what can happen in the end. Yeah. I want to ask you guys a a couple more questions, but the first question I want to ask you is where do you guys see yourself in five to ten years? Okay. I will go first. All right. So in five to ten years, I see me... Uh, first of all, owning a multimedia company. Um, I definitely see me branding my own record label under that multimedia company. And I see me putting on a lot of young, aspiring, you know, engineers, content creators, you know, artists, painters, jars, whatever you are, whatever you do. I just want to create an umbrella house where everybody can come in that has talent, that has a creative works, that wants to give back, that wants to do something positive. And they have an environment and space where they can do that without being like jerked on the business side or, you know, doing anything shady and, you know, owning their likeness and stuff like that. You know, it's just about helping people to feed their families in a generational way. In five years, I see myself traveling a lot and being very busy. Um, well said. Uh, that, that's, that's the best <laughs> way to explain it. Because I know that what I want to do is not going to be able to take effect in one place. I will have to go to multiple places in order to get what I need to get. So I see myself very busy, and I see myself traveling a lot. All right? Next, next time, we'll talk about what you, where you see me in 10 years. <laughs> um, in terms of creative work, it, as hard as it is, what have been some of the struggles that you guys have faced within your creative work, whether it's just... Struggling with to come up with an idea, struggling to, you know, being able to try to navigate an idea that you had and you maybe have lost it or maybe the motivation was lost. What struggles have you guys had with just creation in general? So I'll go. One of the biggest struggles that I feel like a lot of content creators or people that like, you know, want to like produce or like, you know, make something that we all run into is time. All right. We live in a world that time is money. All right. And that's like a literal thing. So you need to work in order to survive. And like I said earlier, the whole dream concept is like, you know, you want to always chase your dream. 
you won't have to be able to find a way to utilize your time in order to do that. So there's a lot of cases where we, like, for example, right now, today we doubled up on our content. Usually me and Sleek, we're like, yo, we're going to meet on one day. We're going to, like, knock out, get, like, six or seven hours and, like, you know, just get a whole bunch of things done. Today we're like, yo, we did this yesterday already. But we're like, yo, we want to make sure that we always, like, you know, attempt to do something or we always, like, you know, put, like, our, our full effort or our full all into something. Let's double up. Let's let's meet again tomorrow and do this. There's also, like, you know, there's cases where people want to rest. There's cases where people want to, like, you know, just take a day off. But sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you got always, always, always chasing. And another thing that you run into, <laughs> I just want to make sure Pat was good and clear. Oh on yeah, this I was point. done. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, another thing that you also run into that you're definitely gonna have a problem with is not having a lack of knowledge in what you're trying to do, whether that be in editing, whether that be in audio, whether it doesn't matter what it is. There is somebody out there that you can probably learn for free. You probably have to pay them. It doesn't matter. However, you choose to gain your knowledge and learn what you learn. You have to go out there and seek somebody that knows it better than you do. Because if you try to sit here and not have any knowledge in it and you just start, you will run into roadblocks and you will be scratching your head and you will want to quit because you feel like it's so hard. When there is somebody out there that knows everything, they know the magic button to press, and all you have to do is ask them for help or pay for their services, okay? So if you want to do yourself the biggest service before you jump into any field, first do the research on it. Find out what it entails, how much work goes into it, because like Chell said, time, okay? You can't just do everything on the fly. You have to prepare for it sometimes. So, you know, just better prepare yourself and do the research before you just jump into things. That's a great episode, guys. Thank well, you. Thank you guys for, you know, taking time out your day. Thank you. Your busy days. Where can the people find you? So you can find me on um, Instagram, uh, Spontaneous Cast. Uh, we also have a Sleek and Pap Instagram. We haven't started posting on that just yet, but it's TikTok coming. for that. There's a TikTok for it. All right, Sleek and Pap, and it's going to be S L E E K N Pap P A P. Uh, spontaneous cast is the word spontaneous, and cast as in C A S T at the ending. Um, you guys can find me at Sleek Basie on all platforms. Sleek Basie S L E E K Basie B A I S E. That's on all platforms. I just dropped a new project called Basie Season. It is streaming now. You guys go check that out and let me know. It's very good. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And also, I just realized I didn't say my personal Instagram, which is <laughs> Fat Pappy. <laughs> F-A-T-P-A-P-P-Y underscore. And uh, I also wanted to just shout out Avi for even having us on the show. Yes, very, it. Deep, very deeply appreciate it. Yes, bro. definitely. Guys, man. Also appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys rocking with us for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the love and all the support. This is the 1% Podcast. I'm out. All right. Later.